Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. Hey guys, as you know, we are huge fans of Vanga CBD, our number one sponsor of this podcast. Vanga helps us recover quickly from our workouts, have less soreness and sleep. I love the sleep with these products. Uh, we've been taking CBD for a long time, but if you're new to it and haven't tried it, um, it can be confusing and you may not know where to start. So the good news is Vanga is now offering personalized CBD plans. All you have to do is take a simple quiz and they'll get you started. Answer a few questions and ta-da, personalized CBD recommendations. It's based on you, what CBD that you need right now to meet your goals. It's super easy to take this quiz, guys. Just check it out on their website. Go over to bengacbd.com slash quiz. And you didn't hear it from us, but there is a freebie if you check this out. Um, So check it out right now. Once again, you know, I'm talking to you guys. I've hit my sleep goal here for the past 10 days straight here. And Venga has been a great part of that. Um, It improves the REM sleep cycles. And I just think over, it's an overall amazing product. If you've got questions, reach out to them, guys. It's a great team over there. And without further ado, on to the podcast. It's not Tuesday. It's not Tuesday, y'all. We have failed you. We are sorry. We can just call it Taco Thursday. Um, I'm having tacos tonight. I am. I am. We'll just pretend it's Tuesday. Welcome to the Supercast. Thank you for joining us. I am Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker and Leah, we had a crazy past weekend of races here. Um, we, we did have some, some races this past weekend. We had, um, our show lined up to bring you kind of a rundown, um, of the races coming up this, this weekend, but we had a really special guest that we wanted to bring on and scheduling and all that. So that's why you are hearing our voices this Thursday afternoon. Absolutely. We were able to pull in um, Alyssa Haynes from <laughs> Indian Mud Run, and she's trying to join in again right now. <laughs> um, but anyway, we were able to pull her in, talk a little bit about Indian Mud Run and some of the things we're excited for this weekend. Um, if you know Indian Mud Run and Hubie and Alyssa and the whole family over there, man, it is a rodeo. It is yep. a hard course, and it is one that has earned the title and the name of the bucket list race in OCR. I have no doubt, Leah, that here in the next few years, the way things are going and just my, just my direction, you're going to see things like Highlander Assault, Frontline OCR, the people that are the diehards in the sport with big people behind them and Indian Mud Run start to finally crest and create this local feel where we've got a hardcore Midwest audience. Well, I mean, I think we're already there and I think it's going to be exciting. Um, This weekend is going to be an awesome weekend in the Midwest. We've got Indian Mud Run. We've got High Rocks U.S. Championships going down. Um, First off, we will kick it over to Alyssa. We will do the rundown of Indian Mud Run and then 
um, stay tuned and we will talk about High Rocks. Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, we have been taking our little hiatus, but we are back here with Alyssa Hines from Indian Mud Run. Hey, um, hey, I said, not the, the ketchup, the underwear. underwear. We had this. Ah, <laughs> Jacob, come on. So Jacob totally blows it, but we have, uh, everybody knows Indian Mud Run. We're getting ready. For or you should at this point. Exciting weekend. <laughs> And everybody knows kind of the man behind Indian Mud Run as Hubie Cushman. We've had him on the show before. Um, Alyssa is Hubie's daughter. And what is your official title with this race? What is your involvement? You know, a lot of people have asked me this week. And I think I kind of like just sticking with Hubie's daughter. I think it might hold more weight than, than I just kind of put out fires. And I procure pizza and beer as needed. You know, you know, everybody DJ <laughs> on build days. I don't really know to be determined. We'll go with head daughter in charge. Head daughter in you charge. You know, and this is, this is just one of the, the things that I love about this sport. And it just speaks about this grassroots environment that you guys have entirely embodied in your race. That is just people coming together and making something bigger than the sum of its parts. And you guys have always, always, always embodied that spirit. And I've always loved this race. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I mean, you can definitely see, you know, if you were here on build, like build week, it's just, I don't know. It, it's cool to experience. It's just people coming together from, I mean, all over the United States. So oh, yeah, what? these podcasts are released in audio format only. So you guys can't see, but right now we're talking to Alyssa as she is sitting on the top <laughs> of the floating walls obstacle. At the finish line. <laughs> it's it's so, my new office. I dig it. I can see the whole course right now. Perfect. So this episode will be releasing later on today. Today is Thursday. Um, So some people are likely either on their way now or listening to this on their way to the venue. So let's get down to some of these questions. Obviously, it's, it's the point of this is not to hype it up to get you guys to come because you're either coming or you're missing it out. So for those people that... Leah, I'm just going to say this. Maybe this is a year from now and somebody's backtracking at this point oh. saying, what did I miss in 2021? <laughs> and they're prepping for 2022 like I'm going to be. <laughs> so we are gearing up for the 2021 Indian Mud Run Extravaganza. So brief overview, what does the weekend, what does the day look like as far as course offerings? So, I mean... Everybody knows this is a brutal course. I mean, we're known for just being tough. Like keeping your band on this course is, it definitely says something about who you are as, as an the athlete. The rite of passage. But I can tell you right now with the help of the minds from Battle, Lions, uh, Battle of the Lions OCR, this mm-hmm. is going to be one of the toughest courses I think most people have ever raced. I mean, before there were some rigs thrown in that, they weren't hard. They were just kind of like, oh, that's fun. And you, you do it. And I honestly, I don't think it's going to be like one, like massacre at one rig. I think the whole race is going to be a massacre. Yeah. Okay. So we, we've talked to different race directors about their thoughts on completion and completion rates and keeping their bands. And there seems to be kind of two two camps we've got adrian at ocrwc that says he wants 
you know, 60% completion. He wants people to be able to do it and not feel demoralized. We have the other camp when we talk to Aaron with Race Ready, who told us to hell with that. He doesn't care if there are no finishers. He wants a course that is going to challenge the elites. Where do you guys sit with that? This is the best part about, I think, some of the rigs that we're offering this year is they're not necessarily hard as much as it's a, you got to figure it out. There are some, there are some obstacles that, I like that are new that when I first tried them, I, I could not even fresh do, but as soon as I figured it out, they weren't that hard. And, and that's my absolute hands down favorite thing to see on a course is, is that mental mental um challenge thrown in and, and so it's as hard as you're gonna make it you know use your mind think out there it's it's brutal but it's it's gonna challenge you mentally you know one of the things i love about that and just talking back to the sport is what we've seen in evolve uh, i think back to twister when spartan first debuted that and for the longest time we were just all failing it but it was one of those things that you have to step back take a look at it learn some things about it and <laughs> Once you finally get it, once again, it just feels that much more accomplished. You feel just like you've really got your shit pulled together at that point. <laughs> and finally, but there's so many things on your your race that have speak to that, like the the nuclear ninja rings that's about halfway through or at the first two miles. I can't remember, but um, it's, it's one of those so things. It's so technique that you don't, I mean, it really is. It is technique, but so, it makes you want to come back. Right. So the course itself is how many miles? Um. <laughs> You know what? I don't even know if I can answer that until Saturday morning. At this rate with this crew, I can't even tell you how many obstacles. It's just like they get together and it's like, holy shit, Alyssa, did you just see what the fuck we just built? Like, you got to come see this. I mean, it's, I I really, I couldn't even tell you an obstacle count at this point. It's just, it's evolving as the day goes by. So, oh my gosh. Competitors start with a band, more than one. Technically, this is, totally new. So we are starting with a system that the obstacle course racing world has never seen. This is totally new vertical runner. And my dad came up with it. So it is a scanning system. I don't believe this has ever been done. So you don't have a band, you have a bib and at our high fail obstacles, the volunteers will have a scanner. And if you fail, they will scan your bib and it will be instant. We know who failed what. Wow. We also have like a paper backup. But, and so this is all new. So you get wow. your band at the end if you, if you have no fails. So I'm, I'm curious. I think it's going to be smooth. I mean, I remember um, the last race sitting at the finish line, like hand marking everyone's. I sat out there all day hand marking everybody's bands and, and then just going in the clubhouse and crunching and trying to figure out fails and i mean i ha- i still have all the papers just piles of like circled bib numbers i mean so this should this should just Streamline totally elevate our i mean this oh. is this is cool i mean i've never seen another race do it so this could be this could be huge for otr if it you know if it works the way we think it's going to so the only race that i can remember there even being any kind of attempt of tracking individual obstacle failures was in Blue Mountain at OCRWC. Um, They had people there that with clipboards 
trying to write down numbers of failures. Um, and obviously that was, that's how we used to do it. Not it, worked. It, 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 it worked for us. Maybe, I mean, we weren't, you know, we were under a thousand racers and it worked. Um, mm-hmm. but the bigger we grow, the more that's just, it's just not feasible, but it worked for us. It was just tedious and time consuming. And, and right. it took me like, and, uh, you know, hours after the, after the race and everyone's waiting around. And so this should make things, we should know pretty quick. So people will instantly, when they complete an obstacle, they succeed, they'll move on past the volunteer. They just, and if they yep, get they just move on. Yep. They only get scanned if they fail. Okay. And, and no failures allowed mandatory completion. No. So the way our race works is, so somebody who runs a course in three hours, but keeps their mm-hmm. band is going to place ahead of somebody who runs a course in one hour and ha- fails one obstacle. We are an obstacle completion. Five alive. Yeah. And, and we, you know, we have a, we have a course cut off, you know, it's, we have a four hour course cut off. So that, you know, helps getting the, you know, awards and everything closed down, but mm-hmm. it's, we want it to be an obstacle course race, but we also like, we like that aspect of it because it's another like gritty mental challenge. Like, do I stay and keep my band or do I move on? So you guys will award podium positions to people that don't have hundred percent completion in the event that there aren't any that do. Right. Yep. We're not here to have no winners, you know. I mean, it, you right. know, yeah, we want a full podium. I mean, yeah, yeah we, like you we've know, seen races rains, who have both if rains, rains, If it rains, we might not have anybody keep their band. Honestly, I mean, you just never absolutely. know. Absolutely. I mean, that is totally. The thing is, Lee, you got to go ahead. Oh, yeah. The thing that I always go back to. So I'm looking back at my last year's race. You have to understand the technicality of this course. You're looking at. I, I do not doubt for a second that you guys will have over 80 obstacles this weekend. Legit obstacles. Over Definitely. A six mile, over a six-mile course that is looking at – now, I have this from 2019. I don't know how accurate the, the elevation gain you have is, but if you know anything about this course, it sits – the way I always describe it to people is you guys have a golf course sitting on top of a hill. And anytime the team wants to gain like another 120, 200 gain, they just throw you off the side of the hill and then you come back up. Yeah. Um, but from the 2019 race, I have about 3,000 elevation gain from that race. Yep. That's pretty consistent with wh- what most people get. Yep. And I mean, I had that year. Now, yeah. that year I was planning to do the multi lap, which is also a thing that you guys do. But like, you're looking at like maybe 15 minute times on this course. Best case <laughs> miles. My dad ran it for fun. And it, I think he said it took him like two and a half hours. <laughs> Sounds so, about right. So you yeah. mentioned a four hour time cutoff, which first off, I have to say, um, I do like that you guys announced that ahead of time. We've definitely been in situations at races where, you know, this, this community is tough and they are going to stay and battle and fight it out until, you know, someone forces them off the course. And there's always that tough decision of, do you let them stay and for how long? So, you know, people, Jason Rulo's sitting out there just pounding sand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that. And I I really, that's a good point. And, and it's always like, the, the cool thing is, is, you know, we're, we're a race for the, for the people. Like we, we like to revisit stuff like that. Our only thought with the cutoff is, you know, 
a lot of people are from out of state and they have flights to catch. So we've got to get like, sure. you know, a time frame. But honestly, like I dig that. I, I can tell you right now for people doing the Chiefs Challenge that want to run three laps in this course, I can tell you right now, my dad and I are going to sit on this course until all night in the dark. We got headlamps. Like if you want to finish this course, we will not take you off of it. It's going to be so, a long, long rodeo. So what's, yeah, what's so, the deal with the Chiefs Challenge? Let's talk about that. So three it's laps. A, it's three laps. I think we're at like a 30% completion rate of those who sign up. And I want to say that we've got over 100 people signed up for it this year. So oh. I am oh my very, very interested to see, see how that's going to pan out because I don't, we've never had that, you know, that many people sign up for it. And I think it's just people knowing that it's just not the completion rate is so low. People, people are here for the challenge. And I love that. So I'm excited to see the numbers now, this year. What do you define as completing? Because we've already said that they don't have to complete the obstacles. No, we, we don't. There's just no way. Honestly, if somebody could run three laps of our course and, and right? totally do every single obstacle, like I just, honestly, I'll believe it when I see it. So just, so completing the race means going from the start line finish line three times yep why do I you mean obviously so low it it's the elevation i mean it's just the yeah, you're looking at brutal. nine thousand gain leah when was the last time you yeah. did nine thousand gain I, yeah I, oh that's that's a lot obstacles I mean, aside it's brutal you're talking leah right now nine thousand gain about what new jersey is the ultra eight, the ultra in new jersey with eight less miles it's a lot. That's, yeah. It hits you hard. Right. So for those people that are able to complete the Chiefs Challenge, let's talk about some swag. What, 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 what are y'all giving out this weekend? So we do have um, handmade Indian-made arrows, and we've got a big box of them because every year people sign up and then they don't complete it. So if you get one of those arrows, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else that we offer or that you can earn that really can top that arrow. Not many people have one. And what about the regular race? What What are the prizes looking like for, for the elite so field? We had to kind of mix it up this year. Um, we had some issues getting some of the spears. And we just got the finish, the top five. They're like these big plaques. And you'll see them mm -hmm. when you come in for, for packet pickup. I, I don't know how, to, like, they're, they're badass, dude. They look dope. I mean, the spears were cool, but these are like, if you have, you know, okay, we all are those people that we have our medals and, and shit on display. Like, this is going to be like the center vocal point if you get one of these. They're super cool. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll probably post some pictures today. Sounds I can't good. wait. Yeah. Speaking of pictures, so we've been watching some of these rigs out there. We've got the guys from Race Ready coming out today, I believe. To help you guys, I think build I, yeah, I think I saw them post that they were on their way. So we've That's we've got, dude. Okay, I just got to start with this. You know, my dad's always had jail help. He's always had volunteers, great obstacle horse racers from all yep. over, you know, the country come in. I mean, I think last weekend we had people from Kentucky just drive down just to help out. Like, you know, that is awesome. But for the first time ever, my dad actually has a crew that you know they that's what they do is they build obstacles. So, you know, my dad is in heaven right now, you know, he's got oh, people there. Yep. 
that, 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 that he gets into a rig and they, they just, you know, they, they have fun with it. So, I mean, you know, if my dad's in heaven, you guys are going to be in hell. That's for sure. <laughs> so we've got Sid and David, we've, we've had them on our show before and we're seeing them do some just amazing things with, you don't even know, I can't with, even put it into words with their yeah. own race. What are some things let's, let's give some people some excitement as they're heading that way. Let's talk about some, you know, exciting challenges, some new obstacles. What are some things that you're really looking forward to people seeing when they get there? So I don't want to give away too much, but, um, our, our three rigs are, I think going to be the talking point of the race this year. I, I, they're all very different, but they're just fun. Like everyone loves a fun, challenging rig. And I know I touched earlier on the mental aspect of it. And, and I think it's going to really throw people for a loop. And I, man, I don't even know where to begin. They're just, Um, what what are we looking looking at? Different kinds of holes. Are we looking at new options? What are we looking at here? So I know on the red rig there, there's a net and it kind of touches kind of like on Valkyrie. Um, where the rings yeah. kind of go up to a point and then back to net. And I think it's going to be a little, little more challenging than, than people are expecting. Um, yep. but I Agreed. think if I, if I could tell you the one rig that I am most excited for, like, I'm seriously giddy. Like I, the Indian or Indian skull Valley, I think this is just going to yep. be like hands down, like skull Valley, like the coolest setup that it's ever had. Um, and it's oh, did we lose her? We might have lost her. Oh no! She might be. Alyssa might be dead. Did Alyssa fall off the floating walls? She might have fallen off the floating wall. Her her <laughs> camera is trying to tell I'm here. Well, exception is not really great on the floating walls. <laughs> oh no, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe we'll get her back here. All right. I'm alive. There's not very good service. Can you hear me? Yes. There There's she is. Awesome. Coming in. Hold I'm still perfect. sitting here. I did not fall. I promise. Okay. <laughs> I figured right. being at a high point, I'd have better service. <laughs> not bad. All right. So you think that this, the Indian Skull Valley is going to be the one to talk about on Monday morning? I, I think so. I don't know. Honestly, like I said, it's, it's hard. It's hard to choose one. I, I really think that this is going to be one of those races where it's, it's not about one obstacle or one thing. I think it's just going to be the race as a whole. I think people are going to be like, oh yeah, man, the low rig. And then they're like, oh yeah, but what about Indian red rig or, oh shit. Like Skull Valley was gnarly. Like, it's just going to be like a domino effect of, of, of good rigs. Well, and that's one of the things I like about the placement of you guys is Skull Valley. It's always just there at the end. And people can come down and really like kind of kind of see it right there at the end and like root on. It becomes kind of this focal point. There's just so many great things about your course too, from the way it's set up because you can see people out on this golf course that's over there. Yeah, it's very spectator friendly. Absolutely, absolutely. 
Last little bit I want to touch on is let's talk about some uh, predictions and people that are low rig is actually right in the festival. Okay. okay. I think I. Can you hear me? Yep. Now we can. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't hear the last part of what you. Let's talk about a little said. bit before we lose you all together. Let's talk about some. Um, Predictions and competitors. Who are some top people that you that are coming that you're excited to see? Well, I'm excited for VJ Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that he is definitely the the what's the word not the dark horse the, the who who everyone thinks is gonna win what's the opposite the leader the the badass <laughs> yeah I definitely would put my money on DJ um I'm gonna be honest and I don't know a ton of the girls that are going um as far as the big names of who we'd expect um I would definitely put money on any of those Chicago-based heart fit girls to come in and do really well. Um, I would agree. I, I'm assuming Amy Padgett will probably be there if she is. Pa Padgett will be there, yes. I've already yeah. had confirmation from Amy. Talked to her about it the other day. I think she's she's my runner for a girl to win this thing. I think she would do really well. I think, what about Alexandra Walker? She would do well at a race like this, but... Oh, wait, no, she's hurt. I, Alex is hurt, yeah. You got hurt at... um. No, hold on. I'm getting my people confused. Nicole is hurt. Alex is not hurt. Yeah. Alex. But my so my money is still my money is still on Patrick. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, there are fewer. I mean, there there are women that are faster than Amy, but there are not very many women that are more technically based ninja esque as Amy. So. Um, I definitely think she will be up there for sure. It definitely sounds like it's going to be a fun weekend. I think weather is supposed to be good. Um, hopefully it holds out. I think there was some fears about rain coming, but, um, Agreed. and if it does rain, I'm just going to go ahead and say everything. Like if it does rain on that race and Alyssa's now officially gone, she's dropped off the yep. rig. She's gone. If, she fell if, off you, the wall. if you see her this weekend, tell her we, you know, <laughs> we give her our condolences for falling uh. off walls you know when those floating walls first came out do you remember when they came out and everyone's like whoa what's this and people were like mind was blown um and now it's like me no big deal floating walls so that's the thing though it's like the thing i love about indian mud run is how okay so they do that then they bring in the rings then they bring there's always something new that they're doing but you want to yeah. go back there and they, conquer the thing that you missed over there yep so. it's a it's a nonstop barrage and it's always evolving i love it i love it yeah it'll be exciting we'll we'll talk to some people that were there hopefully get somebody um on next week if you are going to indian mud run and want to be our guest on next week's show drop us a line and we will um reach out and hopefully get someone in here to to get the the firsthand report absolutely And that was that. There we go. I, you know, it's it's so hard because 
this is one of those races that yes it is a bucket race and I have wanted to go every year since its inception and there's always something going on and this year of course no different I was signed up for Indian Mud Run I was super stoked to go and then High Rocks came <laughs> yep I will definitely be there in 2022 um I I wanted to do the three lap challenge I know I can do it but it's just doing it yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a, it's 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 kind of surprising to me that there's such a lower completion rate. Um, it it but, is not if you've done it. It is not if you've done yeah, it. That's probably true as well. So, in any event, it's going to be exciting. Um, like I said, if, if anybody is going and is wants to, you know, give us the rundown, you know, let us know. But for the other half of the world in the Midwest who are- Leah, what are you doing this weekend? What are you doing this weekend, Leah? I am playing at the Navy Pier at the High Rocks U.S. um, Championships. So this event um, is finally the culmination of basically two years of High Rocks events. The World Championships that was supposed to take place last year um, in Berlin was postponed, 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 canceled. Um, so this now is becoming the championship race. It is the first championship race that High Rocks is able to put on. Um, so all of the champions from the previous races have been invited, um, to compete. So we have some freaking stellar elite athletes on the docket, um, and some prize payouts. Um, they're paying out all the way down to eighth place for High Rocks for the for the U.S. Championships. Um, first is five thousand, all the way down to one hundred and fifty. So um, on the men's side, bunch of notable names. Um, obviously, we have the reigning High Rocks god um, Hunter McIntyre is looking to uh, defend his title. Which did you hear what's going on with this? Him and Magida, baby, throw down. Yeah, well, High Rocks it, um, put out a challenge uh, and put a bounty on Hunter's yeah, head. Put a bounty on Hunter's head. And then the CBD company that he's partnered with added some money to it. And then Hunter himself added his own $3,000 to it. There is now a $10,000 bounty on Hunter McIntyre's head for anyone who could beat him. So the men that are trying to do that, um, you just mentioned David Megida. He's probably number one um, on that list to, to try and take Hunter down. Um, there's also Dylan Scott, Rich Ryan, Cole Schwartz, um, Preston Burnett, who we had on the show, who's dominating. Animal, animal of a man. Yeah. Our other good friend, don't sleep on the land shark. Brent Hastert is going to be there. Um, we've got Matt Kempson. We've got Victor Quesada. Like full. It's going to be a rodeo. It's going to yeah. be a goddamn rodeo in Chicago. And it's yeah. here's the thing. It doesn't matter if you're in Chicago or Conchocton this weekend. It is going to be a bloodbath wherever. Yeah. <laughs> All the elites are out on the women's side. It's it's just as competitive. So at the yep. high invitational we met rachel vonderock i don't know how to pronounce her last mm-hmm. name Vondrach. um she is a crossfit competitor and i think a lot of people kind of sleep you know you know 
slept on her and didn't think that was going to work. Um, she came in and just crushed the field at the Invitational. Um, so she is coming in as the reigning champion. There is also a bounty on her head, though. I don't think it's as as big as Hunter's. I think it may only be one or a couple thousand dollars. Um, but then the other women, we've got Lauren Weeks, who was unseated at the Invitational, um, who is just so consistent in these in these events. Um, so she's, I'm sure, out for revenge. We've got Heather White, Kelly Sullivan, Callie Schweikert, and Becca Hammond. Um, all of these just strong, strong competitive athletes in this in this sport that are going to just be throwing down. You know, it's, you're going to see some serious shit out there. And here's the thing though, that I find hilarious about this weekend. You've got something like Hierox now where you hear a lot of names out there that have been around for a long time. And it's same, same with Indian mud run, but Hierox, you know what you're getting into. It is dialed in. It is ready where you've got Kinshaken, which is just a freaking roll of the dice in anyone's game. <laughs> What's show? Yeah, out? I mean, you're it's a real pick your poison this weekend. Yeah, you're talking about basically two polar opposite events. Um, Absolutely. The thing that I personally love about High Rocks is the predictability of it. It doesn't matter if it's raining. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, elevation, like, you know, you going in, it's indoors. This is what you're doing. This is the exact reps. This is the exact weight. And this is the exact mileage you're going to get. Um, so you can train and prepare for it. Whereas you have races like Indian Mud Run. I mean, you heard Alyssa. They don't even know we're two days out and they don't even know how long the course is yet. You know, it's, it's, it's so variable um, between the weather, between the terrain, you know, it's just, who knows? It's going to be a rodeo for sure. And I'm really intrigued to see what happens out of it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's that really kind of leaves us until we talk about what all happens this weekend next week. Yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. For sure. Um, over the weekend, though, we did have big races in AT&T Stadium. There's a little bit of malarkey real quick. We're going to we're going to touch on this real quick, Leah, you and me. Um, and there was a lot of people calling out about Killian. Yes, yes. At AT&T so, Stadium. So for those of which, you guys who don't know what happened, Robert Killian, the reigning, is he reigning? Spartan U.S. champion, um, raced the Dallas Stadium event, took fourth place um, behind some just, you know, killer competition. Great names, Kent. Yeah. Kent, uh, you know, unbeatable, but he, um, he missed his beatable. Kent's beatable. <laughs> He's never lost the stadium. Stadium's different. I know that's uh, right. not, this is stadium. Sure. No, yeah. no, I'm just talking well. about stadiums. I'm just talking about stadiums. So just calm your man crush down a bit. That's what I was doing. <laughs> so Killian missed his spear and ended up in fourth place and clearly was not happy with that. And had enough time to then hop into the corral with the age group competition and ran with a timing chip and competed and took first and the podium spot in his age group. What do you think, Leah? Horse shit on a stick. Of course you'd say horse shit. I, you don't. 
No. Okay. So no, this is I don't. I don't. Here's my logic. If we no. are going to keeping competitors out of the elite wave, they have Spartan has moved to a gated pre-approval mm-hmm. thing with the purpose of making sure that only elite competitors compete. I think it door swings both ways. And if you're competing in elite, then you're throwing your hat in that ring and you are thus taking your hat out of the age group ring. I'm 95% sure this has happened before. That what has happened before? This exact thing. Oh, where an elite raced age group? I am 95% sure Mac Rosh did it a few years ago. He might have. And I don't, I don't doubt that people have done it. Um, I just don't think it's right. I think, think about the person who finished now in fourth place in that age group division that now is off the podium because the U.S., because the Spartan champion, not U.S., but the Spartan champion upseated him. Like, I just, I just think it's dirty. Like, if you want to go back out there and prove to yourself. It's dirty. (laughs) Right. If you want to run out there and prove to yourself that you can run a clean race, then go do it. But to take a timing chip and accept a podium for it, like, mm, I just think that's in poor taste. Okay. Okay. I think it's, I think it's, it's in poor taste. Yes. But is it illegal? Nah, it's fine. No, no, <laughs> it's illegal. No, by any means, he, there was nothing stopping him. I don't, I don't think what he did was wrong from a rules standpoint. But I think what he did was wrong from a, you know, but just right and wrong standpoint. That's fair. I just think it's a dick move. I just think it's a dick move. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Well, that's what we've got for that. Um, Other than that, there was also the Colorado Super that happened over the weekend out there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The Colorado Super, you know, I'm just going to give a shout out real quick to Team Salming because we took, we, we slammed um, we slammed the podium this weekend with Hosick, VJ, and Ashley Heller mm-hmm. um, differently all over. And that, that's all I got to say about that. Represent. Good job, guys. Um, but we got to wrap this up because it's, it's almost the weekend here. And Leah's got to get on a plane to Chicago. It's time for community kudos. We've been out a week. Leah, who you got this week? Um. This week, I am going to go with, we just mentioned him. I'm going to go with um, Ryan Kent. Um, I think. Oh, I no. I'm going to go with Ryan Kent because, um, first of all, he is back at it now after having a baby. Now, he didn't have a baby. His wife had a baby. But. Hashtag um, science. Right. <laughs> Hashtag right. that's just the way it works. <laughs> but he is back to the racing field. And not only did he defend his undefeated stadium um win record, but then he went um got on a plane, went back home to Colorado, ran and podiumed at on Sunday at Spartan. Um so I think that was pretty pretty cool. But you uh, I'm going to give it out to Alec Blennis, who we've had on this podcast before. Oh, duh. How about that, Hunter? We didn't How even that, Hunter? That. So, yes, we, we didn't did even talk have... about that shit. I was saving it. I was I in for... my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alec Blennis, we had him on the show. He is an OG of just dynamic um, hybrid training. He's one of the, I would say, 
original hybrid focused athletes. Um, we had him on the show discussing that in the past, but he went out and was determined to break Hunter's Murph record and take the title of champion. Um, and he and then he did it. He crushed he it. Did it. It's like I, I don't have it in front of me. I want to say it was like 32-ish minutes. 48, I think. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Which would have been faster if he didn't have a bullshit pull-up bar. Um, if you watch the video, he used one of those freestanding pull-up bars that mm -hmm. just track. Um, but when you're doing high velocity tipping pull-ups that thing gets a swing in and a sway in and just works. Especially with a weight vest. Yeah. And gets works against you and your momentum. So if that was stabilized, he likely could have shaved off another 45 seconds or so. Agreed. But agreed. But good job on yeah. him. Crushed it. Absolutely. Um, anyway, I think that's all we've got this weekend. I think uh, so. Uh, if you guys know me, I've got a, I've got a heavy, heavy, heavy plate this weekend. Um, and those that are my friends, I'm just going to take a second here and just talk about this. Yep. So I'm, Absolutely. I'm missing, I'm missing racing this weekend. I really wish I was out there with somebody this weekend, some friends, but I'm holding a memorial run and barbecue kind of festival celebration of life funeral for my, one of my best friends, Benjamin Hall. Uh, he passed away earlier this year due to, um, cancer and cystic carcinoma. Uh, he was 32 years old. He left behind a wife and son that was four months old. And it's just kind of a heavy weekend for me. So if you're out there, out there on the sun somewhere having a good time, you know, just uh, think of me for a second. And just the people that have passed before us and that are racers and just athletes. And that would mean the world to me and who Ben was. Anyway, that's that's all I got. That's really all I got. Um, anyway, if you are a fan of the podcast drop us a review um drop us a like mention us talk to us if you're raising anything this weekend want to talk shop with us next weekend please do so let's get that out there mm -hmm. and as always until next week i'm jacob bosecker and i'm leah hensley we will catch you out on the course see you guys take care this has been the bro cr supercast powered by bro cr media we always love reviews oh and shout outs too want to be on the review drop us a line we know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there but you choose to laugh with us for a while so thanks thank you no thank you thank you no thank you thank you thank you bye and thank you okay thank you bye-bye god bless bye-bye and bye-bye bye-bye and bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>